With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. WWE Raw and SmackDown Weekly Review coming out this Friday. Sorry it's so late, boys and girls, children of all ages, but Tony Colombo, my faithful co-host, is uh, he did not himself, but is given birth to his third child, finally a boy, two girls, one boy. So I want to give Tony Colombo a shout-out. Uh, congratulations, Tony. Uh, I think he's only going to miss this episode, but he should be back. Uh, I, I gave him... Give him two weeks, uh, you know, maternity leave for bonding. I don't know if he'll take it, but, you know, it's on the table. But Tony, uh, at least for me, I don't know if the people here at the Smack Talk Live universe care, but uh, congratulations. Uh, I'm very excited for you. I, look, Tony has been very vocal about his hate and disdain about Raw, but I think Raw did a lot of good things right this week. It wasn't perfect. It, it, it looks to rebound after just kind of getting shellacked by SmackDown in the ratings. It opened up this week with Kevin Owens wearing a suit, by the way, sitting backwards in a chair in a spotlight. And he delivered a very Kevin Owens-esque uh, promo. I thought it was amazing. Uh, this is the Kevin Owens that I really want to see this whole time as a champion. The best friend thing was good. And I think you could have kind of pulled both off. Um when he addressed Chris Jericho, he just dropped a mic. And I really like that. You're left hanging. We did not see Chris Jericho. Spoiler alert. 
on this week's episode, as you know, you're probably not listening for the actual raw, but maybe my thoughts on it. I liked it. I thought this is what we needed to see. He could have been more vicious towards Oldberg. Uh, You see what I did there, yeah. Uh, I liked it. I I think this is what, and if we could get this Kevin Owens, this is the Kevin Owens I want to see as a champion. I want to see Kevin Owens retain at Fastlane because this is this is awesome. Now, there are rumors out there, and I'm not a dirt cheat guy, so I don't scour to be the first one to report stuff. I like to be surprised when I watch the product. So I won't tell you the rumors about Kevin Owens, but wearing the suit, that's all I'll say, wearing the suit might be a big tip-off. We saw Enzo Amore and Big Cash versus Cesaro and Sheamus, which was an okay match. Uh, the crowd very much not behind Enzo Amore anymore, and I'm okay with that. His shtick doesn't change from week to week. My problem here is The Rock had his catchphrases, but every week it changed it up. Uh, every uh, Triple H has his stuff, changed it up. John Cena despite what you like or hate about him, he never delivers quite the same promo. But Enzo Amore is the same exact thing week in and week out. And I think it's time to change him up a little bit, to to give him more to say or something different to say. And I think you could get Big Cass and Enzo back on track if you just make them different each week. And, And you can. And you can still keep a little bit of the same stuff. I might get rid of the soft thing. Um... In, in the in the running man dancing, I, I think it's time to retire that. But uh, they look strong. They beat uh, Cesaro and Sheamus. I, I know a lot of people were not excited and didn't like the run Cesaro and Sheamus had. But look, I thought you didn't really give them enough time to develop. I would like to have seen where this went. I think we both, we, we both me and the one person who listens to this, both know it's going to end up with them both turning on each other and fighting because that's kind of how we start and that's how these kind of tag teams end but you know I, I was excited to see how this how this went but uh and at the end uh you know he got bro kicked into Amore uh after delivering a promo after the match and the crowd just went crazy and chanted thank you Seamus so uh the writing's on the table I don't know how it's going to end Brian Kendrick and this cruiserweight thing I don't want to talk too much about the cruiserweights until they're used right. I think you make them part of Raw. You don't change the ring ropes. You don't change the apron. You, you can change the lighting. I'll give you that. But do it more like WCW. And if you were younger kids don't really know much about the WCW cruiserweights, these guys were very interactive with the main roster. They were integrated in the storylines while still being cruiserweights. And I really think that this is how you have to handle the situation. Have Brian Kendrick face someone bigger. I, make them have two different storylines you got the big guy come out and you know take them all out sometimes you you do stuff like that roman reigns uh, against luke gallows and carl anderson uh the push for roman keeps going i don't necessarily hate it i'm not a roman reigns hater i hate it the way they buried luke and carl here uh you know they're supposed to be the most dominant tag team and you know they got separated and then they got infiltrated and then they got smacked down uh, no pun. I I think you could have done this right and still made Roman Reigns look pretty over here, but you didn't. So you made you hurt Carl and Luke more than you helped Roman Reigns, I think. We all know Roman Reigns. We all know WWE. You're trying to push him. Uh, I can buy it. 
you we need another you know big John Cena-esque character you're pushing him that way I don't want to see a heel turn I'm okay with him being good and people booing him I can I can write along but you know don't bury your other strong talent because in, in my opinion that was the downfall of John Cena John Cena buried so many people there was nobody strong left that it, you know to make me think they could challenge him Edge, as I said, John Cena. What will what will stop John Cena in my mind from going as one of the greatest all time wrestlers was he did not have a, a Joker to his Batman. He he did not have a bad guy. It could have been Edge. Uh, I think we talked about this on uh, is John Cena good for wrestling or not with uh, Pamela Michelle, and we both agreed that Edge could have been that guy, but he retired. Uh, Miz could have been that guy, but you had John Cena bury him, and you had John Cena like throw him out last week on or this week on SmackDown, like he was the rag doll. We'll get to that one. So you you you, there's nobody constantly that John Cena can go away from and come back. Uh, CM Punk could have been, but that was cut short. You you had a lot of hopefuls there, and it didn't quite come to fruition. Uh, Bray Wyatt, you you had, but you had John Cena bury Bray Wyatt what, in 2013. Uh, so, please, guys, you know there's still time. I think he'll be around for a couple more years. Develop someone, make that Miz. You could have the Miz be that bad guy. You you'll have to, buy, you know, sell me on the Miz is stronger. Sell me that the Miz is more sneakier, and and that they kind of come apart and come together, come apart and come together, and, and maybe that will make John, you know, have John Cena. Put somebody over every once in a while. I don't know. You hear the rumors, but if John Cena made the Miz look strong, it would help them both. It wouldn't hurt him. Uh, the New Day square off against Rusev and Jinder Mahal. There was a little comedy there. I liked it. There was a Russian hacking joke uh, over the plans for the ice cream. Uh, you know, I thought it was what it was. I'm not sure. I don't like the fact that New Day is the host for WWE. Uh, WrestleMania, this is your marquee show, and you should have a marquee celebrity, but instead you have New Day. I, I hope it changes or something different happens here, but uh, New Day defeats Jinder Mahal and Rusev. It was it was entertaining. I didn't hate it. The match was okay at best. Uh, you had the Cruiserweight contract signing, which did nothing for me, by the way. Neville, I still think, is uh, an amazing talent. He's he's getting over in my book. I don't know about the crowd, but the Jack Gallahan Gallagher, I'm not a fan of his. I don't like the gimmick. I, I the the umbrella is a little bit tacky to me. But I think Neville could be a cruiserweight and still you know whoop up on some of the main roster talent, and that's why I want to see some intermingling here. I thought it was an okay contract signing, but no contract signing ever goes the way it it should. So we expected that. Uh, Sarah Pierce versus Nia Jax. Nia continues to look so-so. Um, you're putting her against squash talent. She looks good, but you know she's slow. At times, looks a little lost. I think she's still way too green to be where she is. You protect her in these squash matches, but you know if I'm the WWE, I back her down. Uh, have her continue to maybe do the Braun Strowman thing, where you know she's attacking some people here and there. And going off against local talent, and you know, then have her train in the downtime, but don't put her in any marquee situations. The Bailey promo was weak. 
uh, there were rumors all week long that Bailey was going to relinquish the the title. WWE had everybody fooled. They had yet to put her up on the website. She comes out. Uh, you you had Stephanie play the perfect uh, spoil here, playing against her, you know her her strong morals. Like you won this unethically, you, you probably should give it up. Now you have Sasha Banks come out. Call her garbage. Say, look, Bailey, don't do it. You won this. There was keep it. Don't give it up. Just when you thought Bailey was going to give it up, she said, "Hell no, I'm keeping it." I was a little shocked. Not going to lie. I really believed that she was going to give it over. But to me, I have more believability right now in Alexa Bliss being a champion than I do Bailey. Bailey. Bailey is the female version of Dolph Ziggler. I think she really can sell a little too much, but. You know, we'll sit back, see how this goes. She gets to take on Charlotte at Fastlane, and uh, I'll have my Fastlane predictions a little bit later uh, in the week when we start doing the Fastlane stuff. But look, it is what it is. I'm happy she didn't give it up, but I think you stole an amazing WrestleMania moment here. Uh, I don't know why they put the belt on her so fast, but you know, maybe there's another storyline coming. Sasha Banks versus Charlotte, part 13 and a half. Uh, you know, Sasha Banks defeated Charlotte. It was an okay match. Um, I'm, I'm a little bit tired of seeing it. Uh, Kevin Owens, a little bit earlier in the show, was, you know, trying to leave. You had Foley come and say, where are you going? You got a match. You got a match against your former best friend, Sami Zayn. Uh, Kevin Owens basically says, ha. <laughs> You don't know what you're doing. This is a mistake. Uh, I'm 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 gonna take Sami Zayn out. Uh, but before Sami Zayn hit the ring, uh, you know Kevin Owens brutally attacked him. Oh uh, no! It was attacked by Samoa Joe, and then you know, tossed him in, uh, threw him into his you know finishing hold, the Samoan submission machine. Uh, you could hear uh, Samoa Joe say several times, "Keep my name out of your mouth." Beat Sami Zayn, threw him into the ring. Sami Zayn being the underdog was like, I'm going to keep going. You know, uh, so he said, let's get this match going. Of course, you know, he it he ate so many uh, clotheslines there. A cannonball, pop a powerbomb to end his night. It was over. Uh, I liked it. You're starting to see a connection, I think. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Big Show Braun Strowman, better than I thought. They moved around. Uh, this was, of course, you're showcasing Braun Strowman now after taking out Mark Henry. Now it's taking the big show out. You're you're trying to build Braun Strowman up for this nice little run. I think they're doing an okay job. It was a fun little match. Uh, little match. Uh, you know, uh, the, the beatdown of Roman Reigns further established Strowman's dominance. I, I like it. Uh, the big show took a bump here and there for Strowman. It was it was a a stronger raw that we've seen in recent weeks, and I'm very thankful for that. I I'm I like where Raw could be headed if they could get get it right. SmackDown right now has the advantage with only being two hours. You don't have to, you know, stretch out your roster. You you don't have to overplay your 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 main guys. You in a two hour show, you you can tell the story without exposing yourself, unlike Raw, which that I think the downfall of Raw is they're being exposed for not having enough depth. You, that's why I feel like you're gonna start seeing some of these call ups going to Raw because SmackDown's good. You I 
I believe the draft is coming up sometime after uh, WrestleMania, which I'm scared because I feel like the draft can undo whatever you've been working, you know, the last two years to build up, the last year to build up with with last year's draft. I feel like there should be protections, you know, franchise tags maybe, and some people may stay, or you can only protect five people on your roster and everybody else is back up for, for, you know, draft dibs. Or your roster is your roster. You can draft from free agents and NXT. That's maybe how I would personally do it. So we move over to SmackDown now where... Daniel Bryant comes out, calls out Naomi, who cannot defend her championship with the knee injury. Uh, I felt a little touched. I believed it. Naomi seemed brokenhearted. Daniel, look, Daniel Bryant seemed, you know, off his game because he had to do the same thing a few years ago, giving up his title due to the injury. It was, it was good. He later announced that there will be a match. Bliss come out and said, you know, might as well give it to me. I was a champion. It comes to fruition that it's uh, Becky Lynch versus Alexi Bliss for the championship tonight. Once again, I don't know why you wouldn't have some sort of tournament, why you would just pick these two people. Maybe they want it for WrestleMania or Fastlane, but you, or not Fastlane, but for, for the, I guess WrestleMania is the next SmackDown pay per view. But I, I feel like it was an okay match. You, you're doing a good job of selling Alexa Bliss as a small champion. But she, she, you know, she wins with a throat chop, which you see them in every wrestling match, and then they call it, you know, a, a illegal maneuver. She she gets over on uh, Becky Lynch, which I I don't know if they're trying to do the long con here, like Becky just can't win, but we'll, we'll fig she'll figure it out eventually. And when she finally does, it's you know going to be I get emotional, but I don't feel it that way. I just I like Alexa Bliss way more. She's She's by far, I think, the more entertaining champion. Uh, speaking of entertaining champion, we don't have one in this match. As American Alpha, who have been so-so uh, as champions, they lack personality. I don't know if it's on their fault or the writing team's fault, but they lack it. They play. They uh, they play. They, they're versus Brizongo here. And look, to me, Brizongo comes out. They look like Goose and Maverick from Top Gun. So I might want to see a kind of a Top Gun gimmick out of them. I would be entertained. Of course, America Alphas go over. Moment of the night, the Usos come out from the crowd, deliver an amazing promo on them. They were entertaining. They were fun. If you haven't seen it, go look it up on YouTube because it was prob- they're probably the most dynamic tag team on Raw and SmackDown right now. They have the look. They have the mic skills. They're they're looking great in the ring. The Usos should be the world overall tag team champion for Raw and SmackDown. They should be champions on both brands right now. Amazing. Falls count anywhere. Nikki Bella, Natalia. Good match. Not great. Good match. You got what you needed out of it. There was a little Maurice incident again where um, I guess Nikki... No, Natalia throws Nikki into a curtain, knocks over Maurice, uh, you know, then smashes her, uh, then Nikki smashes Natalia's head in glass. You think it's over. It's not. They fight back towards the ring. That was in backstage. Uh, Long story short, uh, Nikki's putting her in a submission hold. Out comes Maurice, slaps her around with his pipe a few times. Miz comes out, 
drags his wife off of her and back to the back. You don't see John Cena. Well, time out. Your wife gets smacked around with a pipe, and you don't come out worried. You, you're trying to build a storyline, which I guess is leading up to this mixed tag team match at WrestleMania. Nothing. No, no John Cena. That was weak on their part. I felt like John Cena should have come out. But he didn't. Uh, the Miz did. That comes back to play in the number one contender battle royal, where we saw Vin get Vin. Where we, I can't even say it. When we saw their backstage segments, there were nine. John Cena didn't do one. They were so so. Uh, God, Ziggler's was the worst by far. But the ten man number one contender match happens. Not too much to talk about here. Uh, well, they're. The end is, but uh, during the match, the highlight of the match was uh, John Cena throwing the Miz out like a rag doll. A couple minutes later, the Miz sneaks out through the sneaks in through the crowd, throws John Cena up over the top ropes, uh, thus eliminating him. I was okay with that. I think you could have booked this stronger if you just had the Miz throw him out, and then he gets eliminated a little bit later. But I, I get what you're trying to go here. The end of the match ends in confusion, where uh, quote unquote. Harper and Styles' feet both hit the ground at the same time. Uh, we'll have a match this coming Thursday, Styles and Harper, to determine the number one contendership. Um, while they're arguing, uh, a video of Bray Wyatt taunting and laughing Harper. And uh, it, once again, if you can look this one up, do so, because uh, Randy Orton staring at the belt a little bit in the end, standing behind him, so... A little foreshadowing. I don't think anybody's shocked about where this uh, this is going, who Bray's going to wrestle at WrestleMania. But, you know, as I said many times, if I was booking it, I would probably have Randy Orton out. I would have Orton versus... I would have Har- maybe even a three-way. Orton, Bray, Harper for the championship. Bray and... Orton double team and taking him out, then you know you can tease the Orton Harper th- or Orton Wyatt and have Orton lay down for Wyatt, take the pin. He's a champion, and then you can kind of have him slowly after that moment realize what happened, and then you can progress the story until the next pay per view where he's slowly coming out of it. And you you stole this moment from me. This was WrestleMania. I I'm a superstar and. You stole it from me. I, I want it back. I'm coming for, you know, something like that. So that's how I would do it. That's your SmackDown and Raw report. I, I want to say thank you guys once again for all the downloads. I want to thank the Wrestling Inc. people who one of the greatest wrestling websites, oldest uh, websites out there for allowing me to be the third man on their show this week. If you haven't seen it, go uh, Google or YouTube Wrestling Inc. and watch the latest video. I'm on it. It's cool. Although, as one commenter said, I look like a child molester because I was wearing a sweater vest. But, hey, I was at work when I did it. Cut me some slack. Uh, once again, head over to Facebook, please. Uh, talk, uh, Smack Talk Live. We'll post podcasts there, everything. Uh, VOC Nation. Listen, guys, uh, it's a quickie. I'm glad I knocked out the review for you this week with no Tony Colombo. We'll see you guys next week. Smack Talk Live. Dennis Farrell. Follow me on Twitter at Dennis77Farrell. Facebook me, Dennis Farrell, F-A-R-R-E-L-L. Smack Talk Live on Facebook. Go do it. Bye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.